Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com SLM and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com SLM and get started now. You know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. to hear what we have to say. We are still watching this train wreck oh, of the show. Am I going to continue watching it? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> there's no question about it. I absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Just Peachy, presented by Sensibly Loud Media. We are coming to you live on Halloween night, which I am not a Halloween person or nor am I dressed up and neither is Caitlin. <laughs> nope. Nope. Just in my typical athleisure attire. Yeah. I'm just, I've never been a, hu- I mean, I was growing up, but like as an adult, I'm just like, I could give two shits about Halloween. Is that uh, terrible? No, not <laughs> at all. I think after college, cause I mean, college, like you have like costume parties and date parties and you can dress up and go to that. But like, you're an adult. I mean, like if, even if you dress up on Halloween, you got to go into work. So you got to like keep it tasteful, Yes. which I mean, (laughs) I don't know. It makes me think of the office episode whenever they all come in dressed up and it's like, um, gosh, have you seen that episode? Yeah. I mean, are there multiple, I mean, I love the office, so I'm just trying to think think of, um, Creed coming in as the Joker and he's just fucking creepy. I think multiple of them come in as, as, um, the That's Joker what it was, and the joke. Yeah. Yes. And it's just, yeah. Cre- oh God. It's just terrible. Cream. <laughs> uh, so, love that show. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel kind of bad because like we get trick or treaters, but like, we don't really, we don't give out candy. So we just kind of like hide in the <laughs> 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 So I mean, because, well, the reason being like our, our neighborhood doesn't have kids like it's all a bunch of people that are either like like our neighbors across the street are our age but don't have kids yet and then like the rest of the neighborhood is like old like my parents (laughs) age yeah Yeah. so like they don't really have kids and like even when I I talked about this on uh the podcast with Justin uh the other day but it's like even growing up like we didn't go door-to-door trick-or-treating like we only went to people's houses that we knew so yeah I kind of like I it's like part of me feels bad about not giving out candy, but the other part of me is kind of like, I don't know these kids and <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm a Halloween Scrooge. Yeah, the more that I talk high. about this, the more I'm like, wow, do you I, hear the words that are coming out of your mouth, Caitlin? Like, I'm dead. No, I get it. I feel like it's changed so much now too. I know like our neighborhood had one of those like trunk or treat things yeah. where like in like the main area parking lot, like people, and that was, they did that like on Sunday and I'm pretty sure like we'll have kids around the neighborhood this year too we bought candy so last year was the first year Justin and I lived in our house for Halloween and we bought candy and we were like all excited and prepared and we had one fucking kid come to our house (laughs) literally one kid it was so sad and so I bought candy again this year and I just started thinking about it I'm like now that we're recording this it's probably like prime time for children to come to our house but I I also don't expect there's 
because back then, like, we still didn't have a ton of houses around us yet because it's still a new, like, newish neighborhood. There's more around us now, but still the front is so much more established that I'm like, I could, I bought two big ass bags of candy and I'll, maybe there will be one person come to my house. So it's kind of sad, <laughs> but Aww. it's okay. One of these days, one of they'll these be built days. up more and there'll be like more kids in the neighborhood. I know. And I'm like, maybe I'll get more excited about it once we have kids, but we don't so I just yeah like, same Meh. same I'm like I'm sure it'll be a thing whenever we have kids and then yeah. we'll, we'll dress up with them or something but yeah anyway well how was your past weekend I can't remember if you said you were doing anything last weekend um I did I did go see um a couple of my friends in a CrossFit competition so they oh, did I saw your they post did on well. that I wasn't sure I remember watching them and I was like is she doing this no okay no 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 okay. no that was not me okay <laughs> That will tie into my peach pit later on. Oh God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not the competition itself, just me, but like, yeah. So I went and watched them and, um, I talked to my mom a little bit. I think I mentioned I'm I'm here last week that, um, they had to put my puppy down, but, um, but so I, I've been talking to her more about you guys because I know you guys got Copley through DFW lab rescue. Yeah. And so they're looking into DFW lab rescue as well. So oh, they're crazy. starting the whole process yeah. and they submit an application. I think she's a little antsy because it's like a one to five month process. And I was like, yeah, yes, it, it, it is because it took Justin and Claire a long time to get it. It did. Dog. I think from start to finish, it was like three months, I would say. Yeah. One to five months is what they, it depends. Like if they're wanting a, are they wanting like a puppy or an older I think they want a puppy. Yeah, so that'll take long. That's going to take longer for them. Then that's what they told us, yeah. at least. Is I mean, because they're obviously most high in demand is the puppies, right? But, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they're on like the coming soon section of their website, and I think yeah. they're going to be ready in like mid December. But my mom like cannot be without a dog. Like oh, she's already like, kind of yeah. You know, she's she's sad, but like her day used to like revolve around the dog. Like she'd wake up and she'd go walk the dog, and then she'd walk her again later. And so, um, and like you know, you, as a dog owner, you have to plan when you're going to let the dog out and that kind of thing. Yeah. So she just she's not used to having a schedule that doesn't have a dog in it. So she's, I mean, I told them, I was like, listen, just go ahead and put the application in. If something happens and y'all find a dog or you decide it's not for you, you can rescind the application later, but just go, go with it and see what plays out. So, um, but she's like, well, I don't know if I can wait that long. I may just see if I can go to a breeder. And I'm just like, you do you homie. Like, (laughs) you know, totally get it. So that's cool. Hopefully so, they find one. Yeah, soon. that'll be my weekend. This weekend is going with them to an adoption event for DFW Lab Rescue. So, oh, how sweet! Yeah. Well, our weekend consisted of we went to Zach Brown Band this past weekend. Yes, I saw your pictures. Yes, it was so much fun. But oh my god, it was so cold because it was outside. Um, yeah. I did not prepare. <laughs> did not prepare. I knew it was going to be cold, but. I didn't think it was going to be get as cold as it did, but it was kind of wet because it had rained all day on Friday. Right. And then the concert was on Saturday, but so there was still like wetness on the ground. Ew, um, so you can't and sit. then just like do so we had blankets and stuff we put down, but like you could start to feel like the coldness from the ground underneath, and then the wind started, and that's when. Yeah. And I didn't bring it. I wore a sweater, but it was a a thick enough sweater but I didn't bring a jacket and then it got to be so cold like I couldn't take it any longer like we knew we were going to leave the concert early because we wanted to get out before traffic got insane but we left earlier than we would have liked because I was like I literally can't sit here like my I was I was getting miserable and not starting to not enjoy like 
listening to the music. And the one, like I love Zach Brown band and the music, like they did a fantastic job. The one complaint I had is that like, they went into breaks constantly to where it was just, it would play, play a song and then it would be like this really long break where they'd have people come out and like playing like the fiddle and the drums and guitar and like having these like, it play, it just it kind of a little bit, but it was not what I was there to listen to. Like it was really like they were very talented musicians, but it was not what I was there to listen to. I was yeah, there to listen for Zach Brown band. Yeah. So that I was like, okay, can we like get this show on the road? Like I want to listen to the, I think it was, I was probably more antsy about it cause I was freezing and I'm like, I wanted to listen to the songs I wanted to listen to. And it just kept getting dragged out and out and out and out, but so glad we went. It was a ton of fun. And I hadn't been to a concert in a little bit, but just wished the weather would have been a little nicer, but that's okay. And then the weather this week was pretty shit, except <laughs> it was. Hey, I'm kind of here for it. Like I love warm weather, but I like, I've been home the last couple of days when it's been like rainy and cold, which is kind of like the perfect day to like be home. <laughs> yeah. See, and Justin and I were talking about this earlier today. It's like, I don't, i like love the cold weather, but I like when it's sunshiny and cold, but when it's like rainy, rainy. and dark and gloomy and cold, that's when I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm done with this. You. But anyway, um, well, we obviously had other ep- new episodes of Our Housewives this week, which I know we were talking earlier that your 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 cable and whatever was giving you issues this week. So the weather on Tuesday was part of the reason why I was having issues because we had a bunch of storms come through on Tuesday night, and um, I was trying to watch Orange County and. I guess it only recorded part of it. So I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll go to on demand. Well, on demand wasn't working. And it like, whenever I try to fast forward or try to get to a different point in the show, it would boot me back like 20 minutes in the show every time. So So it would be me going to uh, me watching, like when they're going to the the costume shop, like three times over, I was just like, I'm over this. (laughs) So I'm not going to do it. So I finally got it to work on my direct TV app at the gym earlier when I was on the elliptical so I watched about 30 minutes of it, but my same with uh, Dallas, like for whatever reason, the recording, I think skipped over part of it. So I will need your help to fill me <laughs> in on what you. I missed. I, I got most of Dallas, but yeah, but it sounds like on OC, you missed most of the good stuff. <laughs> yes. I'm <laughs> still going to okay. go back and watch it yeah. because I want to, but yes. yeah, I'll missed. fill you in. But well, like you mentioned, you saw at least you probably saw the costume shop portion like six yeah. times i tell you exactly what happened at the oh my god shop. um but this i guess at the very beginning of the episode is when we learn that we some was it, it was tamara's friend that spotted gina and her husband slash ex-husband her, yeah, slash estranged husband whatever making out at a bar and it's like oh jesus christ okay and i think tamara was like the one thing i told her was don't drink when you go see him and it comes she out. She did. Yeah. Cause then yeah, I guess at, at the costume, at the costume shop, cause I guess the whole point they're going to the costume shop is it's Vicky's. Is it 55th? Is that how old she's turning 55 Vicky? I feel like she's older. I'm not sure. I mean, Shannon's 55. Okay. I feel like Vicky has got to be older than that. Yeah. Older than that, but I could be wrong. I have no idea. Well, once was, again, I haven't watched all the episodes. So. That's okay. I don't remember how old she was turning, but this is, oh yeah. Cause we had Shannon wanted to do the like rager part. Cause that didn't, they used to, it was Shannon and Vicky would do like a joint birthday uh-huh. and then, but Shannon wanted like a rager and Vicky wanted no part of that. So she's like, we'll do high tea. <laughs> 
<laughs> Vicky. Um, where I'm la- I laughed because uh, I guess they were all dressing up. What was the th- was the theme like? It seemed like the theme was like Al- it's not Alice in Wonderland, but it seemed like well, it was all over the place. It yeah, was like, they said high tea, but Tamara's going as like a Southern Belle circa Gone with the Wind era, yes. and then like uh vicky is like marie antoinette and they, then they keep calling her <laughs> queen, queen victoria, victoria it's like she's told two totally different eras in history <laughs> neither here nor there yes and then bronwyn like just straight up didn't get the memo she nope. showed up in a cute sundress um <laughs> uh, G- gina was the, the mad, mad hatter. hatter like i was kind of like okay that's kind of mean because they are at like the costume shop and they're like oh you can be the mad hatter and then the rest <laughs> of them are like dressed up as like princesses i was like okay I this know. is more evidence that they really don't give a shit about gina they I just know. like they're treating her like their little that minion. made me laugh so hard though but yeah <laughs> but that's and then yeah. emily is like just she has a big hat and then that's about it so it's just i don't know what's going on with the theme lots of different interpretations of high tea yeah what whatever ladies whatever you want to do whatever floats your boat i guess um (laughs) but um yeah this is when uh tamra confronts gina and she's like what the hell and she's like yeah no no she can she confesses later on that something else happened but she's like yeah i made out with him i don't know what i was thinking like i'm such i'm an idiot blah 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 whatever um and so then the whole rest of the episode is basically them getting ready. Well, I guess before that, we have a scene with Gina and her daughter. Um, or what's so her daughter has? I think they call it what sensory issues. Sensory, um, sensory integration issues. Okay. So this is I'm not saying this is what she has, um, but it's very common in kids with autism. Um, okay. Just like small things, like they said in the episode, small things like the the tag on clothing can be an an issue or like the wrong pair of socks. Like it's, it's stuff that, or like too, too much stimulation from noise. So like being at a restaurant, so stuff like that can cause them to like lose focus or have tantrums or act out. So I think that that's what she has going on. Yeah. So it seemed like they took her to, I don't want to say that was like a specialist, but it seemed like a class or something that they were like, she could benefit from. Is that? Yeah. So they took her to an occupational therapist, which I'm thrilled about. I think that's so cool. So there, um, there's like a whole different side of my profession where, um, they work with pediatric patients. So, um, I think that she'll probably end up getting some physical therapy as well, but they just happen to have an occupational therapist do the assessment, which um, they do some very similar things that they're more into like the sensory integration side of things than we are. Okay. So, um, so that when she was doing her assessment on her, she was looking at like her balance and she was looking at, you know, if she was able to follow her pen with her eyeballs and, just a couple of different things. So if, if she's demonstrating that she has a lack or like a delay in like her gross motor skills. So things like running, jumping, walking, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I may be talking out of my ass because I'm not a pediatric <laughs> therapist. Like, I'm like no. pulling on, pulling on information that I learned from, <laughs> from uh, school, but there's, there's basic general like milestones that kids pass as they grow and as their brains grow and their nervous system grows. And if they're delayed in meeting those, sometimes they can go to physical therapy or occupational therapy to help them meet those goals and get back on track. So I think that's what they're trying to do for Sienna. Okay. Well, that's great. 
And she, how old is she? her daughter? Looked like she was like what five or six. I think she's she's got to be at least five because they were talking about her going to kindergarten in the upcoming okay. year. Oh yes, so yeah. okay. um, somewhere okay. around there. Okay, well, yeah, and I I know. Well, this becomes uh, I'll, I'll get to it a little later on, but this becomes kind of a subject later at the their high tea that oh, you gosh. did not get to. So leave the kids alone. Don't ever bring the kids yeah, into it. It wasn't anything like. Well, I'll get to it. It wasn't anything to like freak out about, but Gina has a little bit of a meltdown, but we'll get to it. Um, <laughs> but before that, that, that like I said, I think the rest of the episode, it's them getting ready for this and then them going to the high tea. Unless- so I guess like Tamara and Shannon don't tell Vicky that they're going to make her up to look like <laughs> yes. Marie Antoinette. Basically, they're just like, we're going to make her face really, really white. And she's going to have pink eyeshadow and she's going to look like crazy. pink little lips. Like they did like yes. the little like plump, tiny lips on her. It's like, oh my God, so ridiculous. But she bought, I mean, that wig that she bought though, it's like, how could she not, like, what was she expecting? She bought this like enormous white, like wig with a crown on it. I'm like, why would you not want to paint your, because you know, when, when I think of like those, like, Oh, oh, high tea with my big old white wig. I would think white face. Am I? Yes. No, I no, like, that's totally you're spot on. Yeah. And, so, and she was just like, well, then why do you guys look all elegant? I guess that's <laughs> true because they had wigs too. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. Very confusing. Um, But this is when Tamara, I guess, I guess before Vicky was there when she called or FaceTimed with Kelly. Kelly. Oh, my God. And or no, I guess maybe she did earlier, but was like, are you coming to Vicky's? um tea and she was like well, hell no I'm not coming to celebrate her and it was like this is when they had supposedly just make made up and we're all friends everything was good friendly, yeah. all good but then she says the only party I'm going to for Vicky is her funeral I was like oh shit. I know I was like damn that I got dark real dark and then Tamara's just like oh come on like <laughs> don't say that it's and just kind of made light of it but I was like damn that's that's some harsh words to say yeah. knowing that you're going to be on camera too and that's going to be on tv like that's that was really shitty um <laughs> yeah but um and then so the and, oh, no and then they call her like are you sure you don't want to come and she's like no i'm heading into la i'm gonna go do i don't know she says i'm like returning dresses or something i'm driving into la and then she made a bit excuse then they were like well let's call her again and be like no like you need to come and she's like oh i can't come i'm sick <laughs> like, wait but I thought you were going to L. I, all very yeah. confusing. Um, so then I don't know if any much else happened before they actually got to the party. Did you get to when they actually got to the tea party or did you like see the beginning I saw of it? Gina and Emily and Bronwyn being seated at the tea party, okay. but I didn't see them actually. Well, I mean, like I saw it in the previews, but I didn't see them actually like roll okay. up in their carriage and all okay. that. Yeah. So obviously Gina gets there first and she's dressed as mad hatter and she's like i look like a full fledged stripper which she did she had on like this short little purple hair her like top hat and then this like i don't even know what garment she was wearing but it was like boobies exposed legs exposed here i am world here to because she's like and she was sitting there by herself she's like people are legitimately gonna think i'm a prostitute like just sitting here (laughs) like by myself and people are just staring at me um so then that's when bronwyn and emily show up and they both look just completely normal and gina's like are you fucking kidding me like (laughs) you bitches I would be pissed. I would just be so self-conscious. Like, even if I knew people were coming that were going to be dressed up, if I got somewhere first and I just knew people were staring at me being like, what the fuck is wrong with this person dressed like that? I'm like, I'd be embarrassed yes. too. So I get it. Yes. <laughs> um, so bad for her. 
Yes. But this is when Gina admits, I think she admits to Emily that she she slept with Matt, her husband slash ex-husband. Yes. Like, she was like, okay, I actually had sex with him. And it's just like, oh, Jesus She's Christ. so funny. She's like, wait, so you're telling me you slept with your husband? <laughs> yeah. My husband? It's like, yes, I did. Oh, my God. Um, so that's, I don't know I what to think about that, but. Because I don't know him. Like, was he ever on the show ever, like, filmed last season? Um, Like, were they ever I, together shown on film? I don't feel like he was. So it's like, I just don't know anything about him to really know much what's going on there. But whatever. Um, then Bronwyn comes. And then that's when they start. They just, they rehash the lady in the red dress from the when, whenever they had the thing last week at Bronwyn's daughter's thing was just like yeah like just don't fuck with my family and they just rehash that for a little bit like nothing much there um (laughs) then it comes up so I think before I think they're basically sitting there waiting for everybody to come um and then that's when Tamara and Vicky and Shannon arrive and they call them they're like you need to come out we have a surprise for you and they show up in their carriage and they roll out the red carpet for Vicky to to come down and walk on. And I'm like, this is just so fucking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> um, and then it gets brought up that Tamara said that she heard that Kelly got into a bar fight. Did oh, you, did you no. hear any of this? No, no, no. Okay. So apparently Kelly got into a bar fight and it happened between, it was between her and some other chick, but she was there with Brian originally her boyfriend. And they got into like some heated argument. Kelly left. She came back and saw some chick like with Brian and she went over and like, I don't know. She she didn't like assault her or whatever, but I guess somehow this girl saying that Kelly somehow fractured her hand. Um, (laughs) So it blew up into this whole thing. Then apparently Kelly and Brian broke up on Instagram. Like they made some public announcement on Instagram that they broke up. They did. I remember that. And then the next day, like it was like, Oh no, everything's totally fine. We're back together. And it was just like, Oh, okay. This is different. This is different. This is different from, from that thing that was, Okay. Like within the past month. Like this is from whenever they were filming. Like apparently they broke up during filming, posted about it on Instagram, and then the next day we're like, oh no, never mind. Everything's fine. And what a bunch of clowns. Yeah. So they were all just like sitting there gossiping about Kelly. And then Bronwyn, I guess Bronwyn and Kelly are now starting to form like a somewhat of a friendship. So Bronwyn, we'll get into it a little bit, but she ends up spilling the beans to Kelly that like everyone's talking about you and of course uh, Kelly has a freak out about it um but at this point Gina starts to get a little bit annoyed with Bronwyn because Bronwyn's being a little bit of a she's very high maintenance so I did see the part where she asked for like coconut milk because yes. she needed a milk alternative yes so yeah she couldn't drink first she couldn't drink wine or champagne she's like i can't drink wine or champagne like i'm allergic to it or something she's like it makes me puffy i'm like bitch alcohol makes everybody <laughs> no. yeah so then yeah they bring her out tea and milk and she's like yeah i'm actually can i have um co- like can i get a milk alternative and they bring her coconut milk and then something else happens she again like they bring out food and it's something with nuts or something and she's like i can't eat this is there something else that you have she's just being there's just everything that they brought out. It was like something was wrong with it. And like she needed oh, something no. special. And Gina was just like getting really annoyed with her. And she basically turns to Bronwyn and she calls her. She was like, 
you're being such a snob and it's really come on, coming off like you're being a huge asshole. <laughs> like, she was like, said it in kind of a joking way, but not a joking way. You know, she's like, yeah, I'm going to act like I'm kidding, but I'm being fucking serious. You're being a huge snob. And Bronwyn's like, that's not, that's really not nice of you to say that. Um, <laughs> I don't, and anyways, so the, or the, where Regina took her daughter to what you were just talking about that the doctor like called her. She's like, I'm sorry. Like I have to get up and take this. This is about my daughter. So she gets the call and like walks away. Um, and she comes back and I don't remember exactly what happened here, but <laughs> it comes up and Gina's like, I'm sorry. I got to take that. It was about my daughter. Like she's been having, and like goes into the whole spiel of like, what's going on with her daughter. And Bronwyn was like, Oh, that's great. She was, and then she says, you're sending your kids to public school. Right. And Uh-oh. Gina just took, she was like, what the fuck does that matter? And like goes on this rampage. She was like, you know what? Like I can't afford to send my kids to some bougie private school. Like I'm like, you know, my kids are going to public school and like goes on. She's like, you don't need to be talking to me down to me that my kids are going to public school. And Bronwyn comes in. She's like, I, I did not mean it that way. Like my kids go to public school. And then she's like, your kids don't go to public school. They go to a chartered school that they have to audition to, to get into. So then it turns into this whole thing where like all the other housewives are like, don't act like your kid Bronwyn goes to public school. They kind of get on Gina's side a little bit. It was, I guess it was just the way Bronwyn said it. Like, I don't think she meant any mal- mal- malicious intent by it. She was like, I'm only saying that she's like, because but I've sent my kids to public school and they've done amazing things for my kids. Um, you know, when they've had issues, like public schools take more she was making the argument that I guess that public schools take more interest in your kids than a private school does, which I wasn't really sure where she was going with that argument. Um, She was like, I meant nothing bad about it. And Gina was like, you're talking down to me. And that's when she starts screaming at her and Bronwyn like kept bringing it back to her and her kids. And that's when Gina's like, it's not fucking about you and your kids. It's about my daughter. So shut the fuck up. Bronwyn starts immediately sobbing. Oh God. Turns to this whole ordeal, gets up and storms off to the bathroom. Um, Like I said, it just turned into a whole thing that didn't really need to be a thing. It was like an most ridiculous argument I've ever heard of, but Gina was just being very sensitive. But Bronwyn was kind of being an asshole, but not really being an asshole. Well, I mean, it seems like these ladies, like, take every opportunity to make someone else's issues about themselves because yeah. do you remember back like earlier this season when G- whenever Gina was talking to Emily about being hauled off in the paddy wagon and Emily was like yeah this one time my kid saw me go away in an ambulance and she's just like <laughs> not the same thing the and same then like thing, whenever yeah. whenever Gina was talking to Shannon about like in this episode at the costume shop about her hooking up with her estranged husband like Shannon started like turning it back around about her yeah. story. And so I kind of feel for Gina. I feel like as much as I really haven't enjoyed her this season, I feel like she kind of just can't like tell her story without someone else, like seizing the opportunity to like turn it around yeah. and make it about them. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically what it, it boiled down to. So they both kind of went off. There's a Bronwyn stormed off in her separate way. One, I can't remember which of the housewives went to go talk to her. And like, she's sobbing in the bathroom and she's like, I just, I don't know. Like I didn't mean it in any, and I really don't think she meant it in any negative way about the public school comment. She was like, I was being so sincere because like my kids have done so well at public school. And like two of her seven kids go to public. I think the other ones go to private. Um, <laughs> and, but they're like, you, you can't like relate to her that way because while your kid goes to a public school, it's a different type of public school. Like, what wherever they go they legitimately have to like audition to get in i don't i don't know yeah. anything about that but um 
it was like I just you know they're like you have to treat Gina a separate way like she's actually a pretty private person it she has to open up to when she opens up to things on her own like you can't turn her around and make it about you like you have to respect the fact that she's even talking to you about it and just focus on that and leave your other shit out of it. She's like, okay, I get it. So she Bronwyn went back to the table and apologized. She was like, I'm sorry I made it all about me, blah, blah, blah. And Gina's like, I mean, like, I'm sorry I freaked out on you, but you have says basically the same thing. You have to understand, like, I'm not one to open up. Like, so when I do, like, treat me, like, kindly, basically. And yeah. so it- Totally fair. Anyways, that was, that was about it. Then they all, they ate cake and left. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it ended on the episode of this- uh, ended on the note here that so it was Vicky, Tamara, and Shannon in a car going home. And Tamara act it she acts it seemed like she accidentally let it flip out, but it also probably wasn't accidental that she's like, oh yeah, like, you know, whenever Kelly said she will only go to Vicky's funeral and Vicky was like, the fuck? She was like, she said she'd only come to my funeral. Um and then Vicky's like, that's just uh, you know, it turns into a whole thing where Vicky's like freaking out. She's like, I can't believe that she would say that about me. You know, it's gonna turn into a whole ordeal the next couple of episodes. So now they're probably about to be on the fritz again. <laughs> oh gosh. So what a mess. They were they were in a good place. I think honestly if Kelly had just shown up to the to the party, all this could have been avoided. But yeah. It's not taking the high road. I mean, I kind of understand why she didn't because I mean, I think there need to be more small steps to try to establish like a good foundation before that. But Kelly just is impossible and incapable of being in the bigger person. Yep. So, yeah. So, <laughs> and I, I kind of felt bad for Vicky a little bit because I feel like she was number one, a little sad that she wasn't there. And then when she found out, she said that she was like, okay, that's. Like I was actually trying, but also they've both done really shitty things to each other. So they have, I'm like, I, I don't know if I should feel bad for anybody here. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so you missed stuff, but it wasn't the most like dramatic episode in the world. So it was a good episode for you to not like watch all the way through, but you okay. can still watch it if you, if your heart will. so desires. Um. So then this is when we get into Dallas Um. real quickly. Before we head into Dallas, just reminding everyone that our show today is brought to you by Audible. Um, Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. You just have to go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and browse the unmatched selections of audio programs. You have to go and download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and get started now. Okay, Dallas. First thing I loved about this episode, and it was the first thing that Lindsay texted me to, is they went to Ida Claire for dinner. <laughs> oh, is that where they were? Yes. Um, which Ida Claire, listeners, if you don't know, is a restaurant that's in the Addison area, which is uh, where I used to live. And Caitlin's not too far from it. You're, no, that's like um, a couple minutes away. Yeah, but it's rest- it's been there for a couple, two or three years or so now. Have you ever eaten there before? No, I, I was thinking today because I drove past it. I'm like, I need to go there sometime. Yes. So we, I, Justin and I went with Lindsay and her boyfriend, Tyler, when it very first opened, like within the first week and it was not that good, but I think it's because they, it was like literally their first week Brand of new. opening. Um, the drinks were not great. I wasn't super impressed with the food, um, but we've been, like I said, it's been around now for a couple of years and we went not too long ago, like a couple of months ago. So good. It's like Southern comfort food is basically yeah. what it is. Um, 
delicious. So highly recommend that if you and Austin want to go to dinner one night, go try it. It's good. Um, okay. So anyways, it's just so I'm like, oh, I've been somewhere that they've been to eat on Dallas. So I felt really That's cool. That's fun. <laughs> um, but who even went and ate there? Oh, Brandy, Deandra, and Carrie. Did you did you watch you you've watched most of Dallas, so you do you remember so, this? That part I saw like a blip of, but like it cut out again because of my stupid yeah. DVR. I didn't know that they were at Eclair, but I know that they were talking about having more like uh, friend dates north of six thirty five in Plano, and I was like, <laughs> yes, yes, Queen, yeah, yes, come to Plano. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yes, that all they were really talking about here too was they were just like pissed that from the girls night that Cameron in, invited Leanne and Carrie to come unannounced. They're like, that's just not nice. <laughs> you just don't come somewhere uninvited, <laughs> which that's I mean, I, not nice. I guess I get it. Um, and this, this is where they discuss that um, Brandy and uh, Carrie discuss if they're going to Leanne's wedding since they got the text invites. <laughs> and so Brandy, stupid. so Brandy was like, I'm sorry, I'm not going. I think it's really tacky for 10 days before your wedding to send me a text message invite. So no, I am not going to the wedding, but I'm like, I don't blame you. I wouldn't either. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I was a last minute thought. So no, I won't be yeah. coming. But Carrie said, Carrie decided she was going to go um, because she was like, you know, Leanne and I have gotten off on like not the best foot from the get-go she at least invited me I feel like I need to go to try and like extend on my part and see if we can form a friendship so I think that's good yeah um and then Deandra's just sitting there like hey I didn't even get invited so here I am poor Deandra (laughs) oh well (laughs) so sad and then okay Leanne's dress fitting a little awkward because Stephanie was there and Cameron was there. That was weird. Yeah. I, this is another one that I saw like a blip of because of my stupid DVR. Oh. I saw like the very end when they were all coming in to give her a hug. Um, small side note, there's a lady that was there um, named Gina Farmer. And she owns the Dodo. And I've met her. So oh. I, it was funny to see that she was friends with Leanne. I was like, oh my gosh. So, um, this wasn't the dressmaker lady, right? Or no, okay. no, this is one of the friends that was there. At the oh, the friend, meeting. a friends of hers. Okay. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She like, <laughs> this is so sad. So, um, this is like a total bunny trail, but there's a place called the Dodo. That's like a cookie dough place. And it's, it's set up like an ice cream shop. So they just give you scoops of cookie dough and it's just oh. like edible. It's amazing. Oh my gosh. So I went to the shop. That was the original one off of Forest Lane in Dallas. And then they opened one in Frisco, which is much closer to me. Nice. So I went there the day it opened and I was like the very, very first customer. Like, at this location. <laughs> what Caitlin. a nerd. Right <laughs> <I'm> here. <laughs> so um, anyway, so I met her then. And then so like they took my picture there. Like I have a picture on my Instagram of me and like some cookie dough. Oh, wait, I feel like I remember this. I feel like I think, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's they, fun. Like, they featured me on their Instagram not that long ago. Oh. Like, oh my gosh, what a loser. Yes, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> No, that's so, anyway, so it's fun to see her on this episode. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't. I, it's 
funny how small of a world Dallas is. And I'll get into that a little bit later because I saw someone else at Leanne's wedding that I know. So look at you. My goodness. Well, I, I mean, these people like would not like know me from Adam. But still, I was just like, oh, no, that's funny. Um, but no, it was awkward here because clearly. So all the, uh, the ladies that came to Leanne's final fitting were ladies that were at the bridal shower couple shower or whatever mm -hmm. and so stephanie's sitting there and cameron's like oh like she's just sitting there talking being kind of petty knowing stephanie's sitting right there just talking about you know do you remember like when this happened at the couple shower and like wasn't it so funny like when so-and-so said this and did this and stephanie's just sitting there like awkward like hey, this is great yeah. and then it pans to stephanie's like you know confessional and she's like i know what the hell she's doing like i'm so i'm still not gonna feel bad that i wasn't there sorry yeah <laughs> it's just funny good for her um uh okay then we get to the scene of carrie and her i guess it's her oldest daughter did you see yes. this scene yes i did where she's making her dress for prom yes and how her daughter was the biggest bitch i've ever heard in my entire life yeah she was just like well there's this fashion camp i want to go to in london but i know you won't pay for it so like, i was just like she was just the annoyed that her, like of her mother's presence which like i get like, you know, I was, you know, I was 18, 17, 16 before. And like, I remember being annoyed with my parents too, but like she was being so disrespectful to her mom. I was like, if I ever talked to my mom like that, like everything Carrie said to her, she talked, she's like, Oh my God. Like, uh, it was just so rude to her You're mom. Yeah. It's like, it yeah. made me so uncomfortable. I was like, you, I, you're being the biggest bitch. And hopefully she sees it and regrets it watching it and like realizes how she was coming off because I felt yeah. so bad for Carrie. I did too, because Carrie was genuinely like taking an interest in what she yeah. was doing, and it's just she, her daughter just like was not having it. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. after that, we cut to Brandy having oh her God. problems of her own with Brooklyn again. Yes. Which I feel I feel bad for Brandy because I know Brandy feels like she's not a good parent at times, but I'm just like I feel like this is just a phase. Like this yeah. is a preteen. I'm too cool for everything. So. Before we get too far into it, so uh, her daughter Brooklyn is riding one of those little like motor scooters in the street against mm -hmm. Brandy's wishes, and she's not wearing a helmet. Yeah. So when Brandy calls her out on it and tells her to ride on the sidewalk and go get a helmet, she refuses, and so Brandy gets frustrated and um, tells her to go put the scooter away, which she still won't go put the scooter away, and she's like, "Fine, I'm gonna put it away for you," and. So she, she won't let Brandy take the scooter and she like eventually goes and puts it away herself and Brandy tells her to go to her room. Mm -hmm. So she goes and she locks her door. Before that, Brandy, she tells her she hates, she's like, I hate you. I was like, yeah, oh, God. she's like, I hate you. Yeah. And then like, she locks her door and Brandy knocks on the door and she's like trying to talk to her. And she's just like, if you love me, you want me to have fun. And I'm like, <laughs> oh I can God. hear 10 year old Caitlin saying the exact same thing. <laughs> True. I feel bad. I know. I felt bad because it made Brandy cry. And like her other younger daughter was like, Mommy, what's wrong? And I was like, Oh my God, it's so sad. I know. I saw that. That was sad. Yeah. Oh. Like, I, yeah. you know, I felt like genuinely bad for Brandy. And like, I feel like this is a rough season for her because she's already come out on social media being like people attacking her daughter and be, like her parenting skills. I'm like, that's got to be so hard. Like, it's yes. like one thing, you know, people bashing you. But like, when it comes to your child, I can't imagine. I mean, I don't have kids, but I can't imagine social media and people just being so cruel about your yeah, children. I, know. I mean, it's like, I, I think I've said this before. I feel like sometimes kids might act out when they're on camera yeah, a little bit too. I'm sure. So, I mean, you know, taking on 
being a, a part of this cast is takes it takes a toll on your family too yeah so I, I mean I think that this is maybe just a side effect of that but you know I know like, I oh. think it's a phase I feel I think Brandy's doing the right thing like she's sticking it out she's still being a loving mom even though yeah she's struggling so yeah um then we get to I guess the next thing was Deandra and Jeremy going to have lunch or dinner with Mama D and for, and co is what I would put it as. And co. <laughs> I mean, at all. Is this where you? Oh no, you said you knew you saw someone at the wedding. You knew. I was like, did you know someone at this lunch? Because I didn't know no. who these old ladies were. Um, <laughs> I mean, where they were because they went to True Lux and I've been there before. Oh, I didn't realize they were cool. at True Lux. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, but I guess this was a. They were calling it like a family dinner. I guess her uncle was there too, and then it was friends. Her like mom's friends that were there. Um, but the conversation friend Mary and that she always hangs out with at the Mexican food oh, restaurant, yes. according to the cameo, according to the cameo <laughs> we got from her. Yes. Um, but this is when they decide to start talking about the company. Cause I mean, what else are they going to talk about other than this company? And it's, I guess they, they bring up the fact that Jeremy's working there now. Did, does he not work? Did he not have a job prior to this? No, I think he was like a house husband. Okay. Yes. I think you're correct. I was like, well, well, so he's got free time. Um, he, I think he still does some photography work. Okay. But cause that was like his job when he was in the military, but now yes. I think that's much less. And now he's more just like a supporting role for, for Deandra. Okay. Um, so I guess they're creating a new website and that comes up and it just, they kind of have, they're trying to have like the hard conversation again with mama D about how she left the, the company and, into Deandra's hands when it was in complete shit and she I mean it goes nowhere essentially yeah it, no where she's like I don't feel bad about anything that I did and she even I think she even said in her confessional she's like you know what I'm not putting money into this she's like because I see the direction it's going and I was like oh okay yeah she's like wow. I don't see it so, surviving I mean, she knew so what I don't get is how Deandra is so far removed from all the finances that she didn't know that the company was failing either. I know. I don't, I don't get that. But I think she brought that up to her mom. She was like, you wouldn't let me look at the financials. Like if I had oh, been yeah. able to, to look at this, like I would have known, but you would not share any information with me. Um, yeah. I like, I feel bad. <laughs> like I really do feel bad for her. I do but, too. And Mama D comes off as a real snot to her. Like yeah. and she's just like, nope, don't regret doing it whatsoever. Yeah. And I was like, damn, yeah, it's cold. And she's like, I would never put any money into the company because it's failing and she doesn't believe in it. Yeah. And then it comes out that she never really had a business plan or a mission statement, which is like business one oh one. You gotta have both of those whenever you have a business. Right. So, so oh God. So that ended no. I feel like that is that went nowhere. There was like no point to that. Absolutely no point. So then I was really excited to be able to see Brandy and Stephanie recording their podcast. Yes, me too. I thought that was so fun. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of cool that they record in the same studio as like as uh, the Kate Craddock in the morning yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Did you not know that? No. Oh, I I don't know how I knew that. I knew it because I think maybe they said it on or showed like some Instagram posts before, but I knew that they recorded there because one of the producers of the Kid Craddock Morning Show, I guess, is one of the like. That makes sense. People that does it. Their sound quality is so good. Yeah, I know. Right. I'm like, shoot. No, whatever. Our sound quality. We're fine here. We've got our good studio here. Okay. (laughs) We're on sound quality. But I laughed so hard because I remember 
when they were filming, like, or they actually released this podcast because <laughs> they don't do it as much anymore. I haven't listened to the past couple episodes, but they used to do the prank calls out to people. Oh my gosh, the spilly spider. <laughs> but yeah, we didn't know it at the time, but the prank call that they made this episode was to to Carrie, who was the new cast member on Dallas. I I didn't know at the time who they were calling. Did you have, because do you remember listening to that episode? Uh, they said their friend Carrie, and I thought they were talking about Carrie Duber. Okay. Um, but yeah, they prank call Car- like new Carrie, and <laughs> Brandy's doing some, like, she's pretending to be the, her neighbor's gardener and said that there was a spider ran, a shitty spider ran into your house or ran into your <laughs> ran into your mailbox. I don't remember what she was saying. I need to come ran through your mailbox. You need to know when we can come by and get in your house. <laughs> she, does, she does a great, great voice. I mean, I like it sounds exactly like just like this very Texan gardener. Like I was crying, laughing, and that's um, funny. Yeah. So then when Carrie like puts her friend on and she's her friend's like, who the hell is this like what address are you looking at like what address am I at and they're like oh and he's just like oh let me I don't know let me see oh she's like yeah how about you just go fuck yourself <laughs> like, like oh my god we're prank calling he's like, like no 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 wait wait Carrie <laughs> so funny so funny oh so my gosh funny. yeah they, they haven't done a prank call in a while and I, I feel like it kind of tapered off around the time that they did yeah. this phone call yeah. but anyway then it comes up after they're done recording this is when Brandy confides into stephanie that they found out that bruin's biological mom is pregnant again and we're informed that it's going to be giving it up for returning it over what what do you i don't know how any of that works but she's not keeping the baby essentially or she's going to have the baby but not keep it um and they basically i guess the adoption agency came to them or to brandy and was like you're the first people we are going to go to clearly like to keep the siblings together and brandy's like i don't know what to do like i don't know if i could handle i and i don't blame her like she's like i'm barely functioning with the three kids i have now like i can't imagine adding on a fourth but like i don't want bruin to not that bruin would be like resentful towards brandy when it's older and be like you didn't Mm -hmm. take in my sibling when you had the chance but she's just like i mean i have to have my mental health like and she's just basically like i don't know what to do yeah I, like, I I don't know what the answer is either. No. I don't know what I would do. I don't know. Because it's like they, she's like, because they probably clearly could take the kid in, but she's like, I didn't sign up for this. Like I'm, and like I said, she's having kind of a rough go right now as it is. And it's like, I couldn't imagine adding in another like baby, ba- like infant baby into the mix. Yeah. So I felt really bad for her. She started crying and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And Stephanie's just like, oh my God, I have no yeah. advice for you. So that's Man, sad. what a predicament to put Brandy in. I mean, I my gosh. I know. Like, because so. it's like, no matter, in that situation, you're like, no matter what decision I make, like, I feel like I'm making the wrong decision. It's yeah. Like, I take the no win situation. Yeah. Because she's like, if I don't do this, like, I'm going to feel like the guilt I'm going to have is going to be exponential. But if I do do it, like, am I going to have enough, like, mom to go around to be able to, like, give my all to all four of my kids? Like, you know, I don't uh. know. Oh, so I felt bad. Well, and like later on, she goes to lunch with Brian and Brian was even like being the oldest out of the kids in my family. I felt like there was never enough attention for me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh so I know. Um, So then we go, we don't, well, I guess we'll get the full fledged wedding next week, but the beginning of Leanne's wedding, um, not much happens other than the fact that it seems like her mom's not there 
Well, yeah, which her mom seems like she's not been there for most of her life. And that's part of the reason why Leanne is so messed up. Yeah. But she rolls up to the wedding in a Rolls Royce with Rich and they're just like, all right, see you in a little bit. And then she comes in and says that she has 350 people coming to her wedding, which is freaking crazy. That's insane. Yeah. So then it cuts to Carrie and Stephanie, like Carrie Duber and Stephanie, and they're getting ready together at Stephanie's house. And then it comes out that there's a five hour gap between the wedding ceremony and the wedding reception, which yep. again, I feel like this venue was probably donated to. Yes. Japan, and that's the time that they said that they could have it. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> that's why. Yes they're doing it that way so uh stephanie's like let's just get a small group of people together and we'll go get drinks in between which is totally what i would do (laughs) yeah but i know that's such a long time the wedding we went to in new york earlier this year it wasn't a five-hour gap but it was like they got married at two o'clock in the afternoon it was like it was a catholic wedding and so it was done around three and then the reception didn't start till closer to six so we had like a three-hour gap um so that's what we did we went to a bar and had drinks (laughs) and showed up to the reception but yeah five hours is a huge time gap so yeah. anyway, I, I don't, I don't think anybody appreciated that. No. So Leanne's getting ready and Cam calls her oh, just yeah. to check on her, which I thought was silly, but, um, Carrie is over at Cam's getting ready. And this is when Cam pulls out her like mommy porn book. Which oh my I was God. Like, yes. <laughs> I was like, first of all, Cam is not into porn. Like, Second of no. all, what is this? But it's actually just a, a book full of <laughs> pictures of Court, her husband, doing housework around the house. That's actually pretty funny. But I thought it was cute. Yeah. <laughs> this would be her. I'm like, yeah. If she was ever caught dead looking at a magazine of like real porn, I think that she would die of embarrassment. I know. Like she she would just have secondhand embarrassment for yeah. herself and then just die. So, yes. Yeah. Anyway, Leanne talks about how she went to the roundup the night before the wedding, which... If you remember back a couple of seasons ago, she was talking about how Mark Duber got his wee wee sucked at the roundup. Sucked at the roundup. Roundup. I know the boys that did it. I can't. Uh-huh. I was like, it's interesting that she went there. Yes. That's so funny. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. So then, um, anyway, we get back to time for the ceremony and Tiffany. Pulls Leanne aside and prays for her, which I thought was really sweet. And then they're like showing all the people coming in at the wedding. And this is when I saw the person that I knew. Okay. So, um, I don't know if I told you. I know I posted a picture on Instagram about it. But um, last year in September, I was in a charity fashion show, which was really, really fun. Oh, my gosh. I got to wear this beautiful, beautiful black dress that had like these jewels on the sleeves. And it was like more than my husband's paycheck (laughs) (laughs) to buy it. Otherwise I would have loved to have bought it. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. So I've never had anything that expensive on my body. So it was a lot of of fun to walk in. Of course. Um, it was put on by this woman that, that does fashion. I mean like legitimate, like Jean-Paul Gaultier fashion shows, like, yeah. Like couture fashion shows. And she's like, kind of like a Dallas socialite. Um, so she would not remember me but at all. But I saw her walking into the wedding. I was like, oh, I know her. <laughs> She's the one that was up at the front telling me to go. And whenever she told me to go. So I was the very first person out on this charity fashion show. Like the first person to walk the runway. She's like, ready, go. And so I step. To, I, 
I'm like backstage and I start to turn to walk out on the catwalk and my foot comes out in my shoe. Oh my <laughs> and I almost tripped, but I did it. Oh. <laughs> I caught it. Oh, thank God. That would have been horrible. Oh, that would have been so bad. You would Oh God. You're like, oh man. Oh. So anyway, all that Good. aside, we're still waiting on Leanne's mom. So we don't know if she's actually going to show up to the wedding or not. Yeah. So that's where they left it, I think. Yeah, because Leanne's like, once those doors close, like, nobody's ruining my wedding and my moment, which I understand. I wouldn't want someone, like, barging in. but Especially if her mom really hasn't been a part of her life. It's kind of like, you know, I think it was enough to extend the invitation and just hope that she shows up. Right, exactly. So, anyway, that, so yeah, we'll, I guess, be seeing her whole full-fledged wedding next week this entire season has been leanne's wedding i know like, like I said, all of it's been her wedding every episode has had something to do with her wedding so i'll be glad when it's gone, done done yeah. with Bye-bye. um in other news before we wrap up a couple of bachelor related announcements we've had some breakups happen within the past oh, two no. days which let's i'll be honest i'm not too surprised about either of these so first one is Tasha and john paul jones are splitsville which okay i found this a little interesting because john paul jones because they were doing the long distance where Tasha's in la john paul jones was in like vermont or something he just recently moved to la i don't know well. if it was to be with Tasha. i i don't know but i was like so when the, they announced this a couple of days ago i was like didn't he just move to la so i don't know what really happened there but she posted like something like oh we're still the best of buds i'm like oh it's they did they seemed uh, weird always they seemed just like it seemed like just like a fun fling to me anyways yeah. i think they're gonna be better off as friends yeah but so there's one breakup and then the next one is uh today just announced is demi and christian have broken up okay which well. like it's it's sad because i mean they made their story such as like a center focus of bachelor in paradise season um and they were the first you know same-sex couple they're the same sex couple that got engaged um but i will find it i do find it odd though that they hadn't posted together on social media since like the beginning of september like since the finale aired they have not been seen together anywhere they live in the same city like they've been seen at like on same nights like different places together like in the same city and it's just it it seemed like it wasn't adding up but so i'm not surprised but it is sad though it is. And I feel like maybe there was just pressure to get engaged for them. Yeah. And especially with them being the first same sex couple, I'm sure that production wanted to see their happy ending, you yeah. know, on screen. Yeah. So so we only have left from that season when we've got Dylan and Hannah, which it seems like oh, they are yeah. so way going strong. And then Chris and Katie, I I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're pretending. I don't yeah. know if they're actually doing well. Yeah. I so. have no clue. So I, if we get an announcement from them anytime soon, I get, I will not be surprised. Not surprised. Not surprised at all. Hannah and Dylan would be the only one that I'd be really surprised about, but I don't I think would, they're going anywhere. Yeah, I don't think so. They're like all over each other on social media every single yes. day. So like, I think they're fine. I think they're good. Yep. Um, anything else before? I don't think so. Oh, we, we had, um, Megan King Eggman's oh, yes. breakup with her husband, Jim. So um, that's kind of not surprising because I think the Megan was like his third marriage, but there's been allegations that he was hooking up with the nanny, which is just like, wow, real original, but um, her, her um, 
stepdaughter, Haley, who was on the show um, a little bit, said that she's not surprised that they split up, but because, and she was taking her dad's side. She said that Megan's a narcissist and she was really selfish in the marriage. And so, I mean, Mm. you hate to see it because they just have, I mean, she has, I think a daughter and two twin boys, I want to say. Okay. I know they have like one single kid and then two twins with them. And so. I know that's always um, sad when something like that happens, but. And they're young too. Like they're still like babies. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, I I hate that. But at the same time, again, I'm not surprised. So, well, this was the week for Splitsville then in reality TV. (laughs) Man. Well, okay. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up with our peach pit and juicy peach of the week. Um, What? So your pit had clearly something to do with your weekend at your CrossFit thing. <laughs> no, nothing okay. bad happened. I just realized how out of shape I am. <laughs> I've been like in a rut with going to CrossFit for like the last like two months ish. So, um, and it's like things keep coming up to where I can't go. Like I'm, I have meetings come up or events come up. And so it's just kind of been a little bit on the back burner. So I feel like whenever I'm motivated to go to CrossFit, like I'm doing a lot better and I'm just like not motivated right now. So I'm hoping yeah. that this is just a rut. It's a phase. It'll come back. But right now I am just out of shape and there's no way I could be a CrossFit competition. <laughs> watching these ladies, I'm like, wow, you guys are truly amazing. I don't think I can hang. So I don't and- think you give yourself enough credit. Like, please. Uh, well i'm like let me tell you this you could do more than i could ever imagine doing so you're still a winner to me caitlin okay (laughs) Um, what's your peach pit so my pit has to do with my poor sweet dog copley so justin and i had a suspicion like this past weekend that he might have an ear infection um he was shaking his head a ton like like just would not like nonstop shaking his head like scratching at his ear and like we went down there like to pet him like and hug on him I was like something smells funky and I was like does he just smell or like is something going on we had taken him to the groomers like two months ago and they they're like his ears are really dirty we cleaned him out like just we want to forewarn you like he could be getting an ear infection we don't really know like if something if like you start to smell something like you probably need to take him to the vet. So I was like, oh, okay. I think something's wrong. And I lifted his ear, his right ear. And it was just like, holy hell, what is going on in there? It was so, <laughs> Put that down. it was, it was disgusting. And I was like, okay, we have to take him to the vet. So Justin took him to the vet on Tuesday and they're like, like, yeah, like he, he clearly had an ear infection really mostly in one ear. The other one, they're like, we'll just, we're going to medicine him up in case. But Justin said they were cleaning out his ears, like in the vet, like while he was standing there and he was like, you would not believe the smell that this oh. was like coming out of his ears. He was like, it was so disgusting. I was like, thank God I wasn't there. Um, but they like <laughs> filled his ear with so much medicine that they're like, so we didn't have to do like any drops or anything at home, which is great. Okay. Cause I would like, that was going to be complicated. Justin's um, not going to end up accidentally drinking the dog ear medicine or anything. <laughs> I, right. Um, so poor thing. And like the first night, I think it clogged the medicine, like clogged his ears so much that it was like, he couldn't hear very well. And he was so jumpy at every little thing. Like he, he's already a little bit skittish and jumpy, but it was like every, you'd barely come up and like, he wouldn't hear you coming from behind and like you'd touch him and he would just like freak out. He's doing better now. Like, but we've taken back in a couple of weeks to make sure that it's all going fine. But it was that smell though. 
that smell though so uh, that's my pit of the week um uh-huh. so let's end on a happy note what's your juicy peach so this upcoming wednesday so next week uh i had to think of what my peach my juicy peach was going to be because i i couldn't tell with the timing if it was going to work out but i think it will so next wednesday uh night i have a ladies night out for um uh, my volunteer organization, they, they put on a Christmas market every year, which is a lot of fun. So yeah. this is like a preview for the Christmas market because the Christmas market is next week. So it's a lot of fun. You get to like, I mean, it's really more fun because you get to see like all your friends and you get dressed up. And yeah. so like, I, I wore like this awesome, like bandage dress last year. I don't think I'm going to be able to do that this year. So I'm going to do my <laughs> jumpsuit. Yes. <laughs> so- I'm still going to style it up, but anyway, so it'll be fun. And, um, I guess tying into that is the fact that the Christmas market is here. Cause we all love the Christmas market. It's like, we do it. I think like the first week in November every year. So it's just, it's a fun time. It's Yay. good shopping and just excited. It kind of kicks off the Christmas season. So yeah. it puts me in a Christmas mood, like way, way earlier than it normally does or yep. than I normally would be. So looking forward to that. How fun. Um, my juicy peach is <laughs> so yesterday at work we had kind of like a half day not really it started at two o'clock so we had this service come to our office we did kind of like a team building thing it was this company called sourced i'd never heard of it before but it's like this bartending type cocktail making company so they come and they put they split us into teams they brought like all this booze and stuff you can put into to drinks and it's like we had to create our own cocktail and like submit it into consideration for like the judges to drink and it was very interesting and it kind of boiled down to the fact that my team we are not cocktail makers (laughs) so like we each team there's three teams yeah it was fun though but each team had like their designated like liquor and then so like our team we had rum another team had vodka another team had bourbon and so you like centered your cocktail around like the liquor you had and we tried to make some version of like a Mai Tai. <laughs> it just, it was, it did not come. I mean, it was fine, but it was I'm like, yeah, we have no idea what the hell we're doing. I couldn't even remember what everything we put into our drink, but it was fun. Like taking off work and boozing. <laughs> so yeah. anyways, that was my juicy peaches that I had like a half day of work yesterday and got to drink. Nice. So, and you got to work from home today. Exactly. Right. So I'm like, woo, party week. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we'll go ahead and sign off and I'll go see if I've, I have, I haven't heard the doorbell. So I d- haven't had a trick or treater yet. And it's probably going to start getting dark here soon. I don't know how late kids are out trick or treating. Yeah. I mean, I remember us being out whenever it was dark. My dogs are barking. So I'm pretty sure there's trick or treaters out. So. Okay. <laughs> well, with that, then we'll sign off. Um, we are on all of our social media, our Twitter and Instagram at peachy podcast. Um, where else? Oh, you can find us on wherever podcast, you ever, you listen to podcasts. Clearly we're there wherever you're listening to now. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. Um, Please do. yes. And you can also call in if you would like, which is nine, seven, two, eight, eight, five, nine, three, six, one. And with that, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>